1: God has put a word in my spirit this morning from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. I will be reading the New Living Translation. It reads, even though I have received wonderful revelations from God, but to keep me from getting puffed up, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from getting proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time, he said, my gracious favor is all you need. My power works best in your weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may work through me. Since I know it is all for Christ's good, I am quite content With my weaknesses and with insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. May the Lord bless His word. I want to share a few moments from this passage today, and I want to lift the thought grace for survivors. Grace for survivors. No one can doubt or debate that Paul was a survivor, that he endured much suffering, he endured much trial, uh, heartbreak, and affliction. In fact, if you read this passage in its larger context, in chapter 11, just one chapter back, there is a litany of losses there's a chronicling of the close calls that he has experienced in ministry. He talks about receiving from the Jews uh, five times 39 lashes. He talked about being beaten with rods, being stoned and left for dead. He talks about being shipwrecked and how he was a whole night and day on a makeshift raft in an open sea. Talked about how he was constantly on the move. There was dangers in the city. There were dangers in the country. There was dangers from the Gentiles. There were dangers from the Jews. He talked about how he labored and dealt with insomnia because often he went without sleep. He says, I've known hunger and I've known thirst. And he says, there has been times I have been naked. And he says, with everything else that I have experienced, there is the constant care of the churches. Because he was a pastor after God's own heart. And the burden of the church, the welfare and well-being of the church rested upon him. We know he endured because at the end of his life, in a kind of last will and testament, he said, I have fought. Somebody know that text. He said, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. I finished my course. And there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me, but not only to me, but to everyone who loves his appearing. Motion Picture Association of America rates some films as for mature audiences only. If that was ever an adult conversation, if that was biblically ever a conversation or a viewing that was for mature audiences only, then we have it in the text that is before us. Here's a text that teaches us how to survive. There are four characteristics of grace for survivors. Grace for survivors first of all involves a new perspective. You have to have and this is in verse 7 a new perspective. See Paul shares an experience with his audience of how he was caught up in the third heaven and it was so phenomenal this experience this rapture he speaks about it in the third person. He says, I don't know if I was in the body or out of the body. All I know was that there was a man who was caught up in the third heaven. And, and he, he saw things. he He witnessed things that words could not caption or communicate. But then when he comes back to the planet, when he comes back to the earth, when His feet are once more on the ground. He moves from rapture to misery. He moves from ecstasy to agony. Because he says he received, as a consequence of his out-of-the-body experience, his phenomenal experience, he received a gift from God. And he says it was a thorn in the flesh. In fact, in the Greek, in the original language, it could be translated steak. It was something that was so painful as if someone was twisting it constantly inside of him. And he said he received this as a gift from God. And in verse 7, if you read it again, twice he tells the church, I got it because God did not want me to be exalted Beyond measure by the things in which I had experienced. God knows what's best for us. We all have something, something that, oh, it may not be a thorn like Paul had, but it's something that keeps us level. It's a great equalizer. It makes us pray when, when otherwise we would pontificate. It makes us more humble about how we view other people because we can say as we look at our own life, if it had not been for the grace of God in my life, so go I. It levels us. It keeps us balanced. And Paul said that he had received this from God, lest he be exalted beyond measure because of the great revelations that he had received. There are things that God places in our lives that teach us to be humble. He said, I was caught up in the third heaven, but lest I be exalted beyond measure. God wanted me to have a perspective that was grace-oriented He gave me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Grace for survivors involves a new perspective. But grace for survivors involves something else. It's a new persistence. Not just a new perspective, but a new persistence. It says in the text, in verse 8, that he prayed three times. There is this Christiological Aspect because it reflects what Jesus did in the garden. Uh, He prayed. There were three different seasons of prayer. As he prayed and finally he got to a point after praying all night where sweat ran down his brow like great drops of blood and he, he moved to a point in his prayer where he said, nevertheless, if it's possible, Father, he, he says, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, though, not. You can't just hit it and quit it when you're going through stuff. To get to a place where you have peace in your spirit. That everything's going to be all right. You got to pray pray through it. And so I suggest to you that three, he played three times this persistence does not so much communicate repetition as it communicates completeness. If you want to experience grace for survival, you got to take prayer seriously. It, it can't be something cute. It can't be just something on the program. You can't put a time limit on it. you got to pray through whatever you're going through. This persistence in Paul's life reminds me of old hymn, that began to ring and resonate in my spirit this morning when I thought about it. It says, I found the answer. That's what the refrain of the hymn say. I found the answer. I learned to pray. With faith to guide me, I found the way. The sun is shining for me today. I found the answer. I learned to pray. I learned to pray. Paul said, I prayed three times. And uh, I was persistent. I love the poem written by an anonymous author who said, I asked for health that I might do greater things, but he gave me sickness that I might do better things. I asked for riches that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness so I would always be dependent on God. When you pray, are you willing to trust God with the answer He gives you? Grace for survivors involves a new persistence and a new perspective, but it also involves a new power. A new power. Paul experiences a new power. He says that God told him that when you're weak that's when you are strong. He said you will experience a sufficiency that comes not from your own strength or ability but it comes from you're leaning and depending on God. Paul would later write, I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. I'm talking about grace for survivors this morning. Anyone can praise God when they close on a new home. But it takes grace for survivors to praise God when your home has burned down. And you lost everything you have. You don't have to be saved or sanctified to praise him when you get a new job. But it takes survivor grace when your company has downsized and you walk out the door with your last check and you still know the Lord will make a way. Am I talking to any survivors in the house? You don't have to be full of Holy Ghost to be happy when people praise you and promote you. But when you've been lied on and talked about just as sure as you're born, you need some survivor grace to say that I don't feel no ways, tied. You don't have to be saved to shout when the love of your life come along. But you got to have survivor grace when you've given your best years to somebody. And then one day they make up their mind they don't want to live with you no more and they walk out of your life and you can still say, the Lord gave. Do I have a witness here? And the Lord has taken away. Bless it. Be the name of the Lord. Anybody can shout when the doctors say your blood pressure, your pulse, your lab work, everything looks great. But when the doctors say, I saw something, and I need to do some more testing, and you could still wave your hand and say, God's got my back, because surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I'm talking about grace for survivors. Paul said, when I'm weak, the power of God rests on me. In the original language, it is a word picture. It's the picture of a tent that covers someone. But that covering comes from the Lord. You see, no matter what you're going through, when you have a covering, God will make a way. Paul experienced not just a new perspective and a new persistence, but a new power. Yes, I have surviving grace. I'm talking about the kind of grace that looks beyond my faults and see my every need. I'm talking about the kind of grace uh, that lets me sing with Brother Cleveland. I don't feel no way tired. Uh, I come too far from where I started from. You see, I have grace uh, for survivors. Uh, I got a new perspective, uh, and I've got a new persistence, uh, and I have a new power. But there's one other thing in the text. Uh, it says Paul experienced uh, a new pleasure. He said, now uh, what begins at the point where he has misery instead of mystery? Uh, he has struggles uh, Instead of his strength, uh, we find him as we open the text uh, pleading uh, rather than praising God. Uh, we find him uh, having ignorance uh, rather than insight. Uh, we find him uh, having more pain uh, than he had pleasure we find him having difficulty rather than delight uh, and we find him uh, having suffering rather than sufficiency Uh, but when he bowed down uh, on his knees uh, he found out uh, he had some grace uh, that was just for survivors Uh, you ought to read verse 9 again uh, where he says I'm glad uh, he said I'm glad uh, to boast in infirmity uh, in necessities uh, in persecutions uh, he said uh, I have pleasure that's what some translations said he said I take pleasure in my infirmities uh, because I know God uh, when I'm weak uh, uh, that's when I'm strong uh, have a witness. Uh, Now don't think Paul uh, is a pain monger. Uh, Don't think he's mesochistic and likes pain uh, because none of us uh, really want to be sick. Uh, uh, Nobody want to be broke uh, or really be homeless. Uh, Ain't nobody in here uh, uh, want to be criticized uh, or lied on uh, or talked about. Uh, But this is what Paul said. He he said, if God wills it, uh, I have my own expectation but if God determines uh, that's what's best for me uh, is that I go through uh, a difficult time uh, then I'll be glad about it uh, because I know uh, because I know uh, he's able uh, you see when the movie association uh, give those ratings uh, to audience only uh, what I didn't tell you is there's a caveat uh, that goes along with that rating uh, for a movie uh, that's mature audience only. Uh, it also says uh, parental discretion uh, is advised to uh, uh, have a witness. Uh, and I'm so glad, uh, I'm so glad, uh, I'm so glad uh, I have a father who's rich in houses uh, and lands. Uh, and he knows how much he's shown up, knows uh, how much I can bear. If the doctor said no, He can still say yes. If a child is in a far country, he knows where to find them. If I'm all by myself, a friend that sticks closer than a dear brother do ever have a witness is he able a parental discretion advisor parental discretion advisor I'm so glad he lifted me can't nobody can't nobody can't nobody Uh, unto me like Jesus. Uh, I'm so glad he knows what's best for me. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here going through a storm? Can you turn it over? Turn it over. Turn it over. Turn it over to the Lord uh, and he'll work it out. Uh, I'm so glad parental uh, discretion advisor. He knows how much uh, I can bear. His eye is on the sparrow and I know, I know, I know he watches over me. I got some grace for Survivor.
0: You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org for more information about us and to obtain resources provided by T.D. Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on Certain Truth for Uncertain Times.